Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, you get the idea. Haven't sorted out our jingle yet. Ah, hello, everyone. You didn't even do the jingle at all. I can't even... Bear it, Hannah Max. Come on. I can't bear the sound. No, of you that have to do the jingle at the beginning. Jingle. No, it really depresses me. I don't know why. On a scale of one to ten, how much does it depress you? Oh, it's up there. Can I, can I tell you something that's depressed me even more? You picked it. Can I tell you something that's depressed you even more? Segwaying straight off this chat. Uh, this. I will say, no matter what life throws at you guys, trust us when we say love wins. Love always wins. Oh. So true. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is oh, disgusting. We are like the complete and total opposite <laughs> of them. We're like that, the pessimistic, <laughs> negative little shits yeah, in the corner. They that was a, a clip from the new Archwell podcast. Uh, I've not listened to the whole thing. Have Harry you? and Meg. I, I tried to listen to it, and I just felt so revulsed i just felt so revulsed is that a word i I, I don't know if that's a word but i I bet it should be like revolted revulsed revulsed it it just seems really i don't know it felt so sanctimonious and trite and i just could not bear it it made me cringe so much it's basically like listening to like a woke david brent when you listen to those two um i just can't handle it i know a lot of people love them and i'm in the minority here but i'm sorry i just can't deal with it i think so many people just I don't get it, but that's purely just because I don't share the love for royals. I mean, I don't, I don't hate them. I just don't see the point. Not that I don't see the point. Even I just don't really care what they're doing. The thing is about the royals is I'm not a big, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan. I don't understand how we need to have this hierarchical structure. But uh, but people always argue. Oh, there's a there's a good argument for the royals. There's a good argument for eugenics but it doesn't mean we should all embrace it. Anyway, I, I did find an article uh, written by one of my one of my favourite uh, writers, uh, a, a guy called uh, Michael Deacon. He's a columnist for The Telegraph, and he wrote a really good article about the Sussexes uh, and about them and just how they come across. And I thought it really... I've got it here. I thought it really put it in it perfectly, what, how a lot of people feel about them. I'll just read an extract from it. The main reason so many British people struggle to see eye to eye with Meghan uh, we just don't understand her because she doesn't speak English. She speaks Californian. Oh, I've had, I've read this. I think I sent yeah. it to you, yeah. It's a curious language, Californian. Essentially, it's like a hippie version of corporate management speak. Schmaltzy and uh, gushing mixed with robotic jargon. It's, uh, it's the language of people who are perpetually boasting about how humbled they are. And there appears to be nothing on earth that they aren't passionate and excited about or empowered and inspired by. Take a statement released. This was from... Um the stylist in the times wasn't it no this is this is the michael from uh, michael deacon from the telegraph 
yeah. I sent you the article, yeah. And then it was a little bit more, and then uh, we can carry on. Um, take a statement released under Megan's name. When they start to work for Netflix, she and Harry aren't merely going to make TV shows. They're going to share, in, share impactful content that unlocks action and produce a powerful storytelling through truthful and relatable lens. The American coffee company Mer- Megan um, just invested in, meanwhile, doesn't just sell hot drinks. According to her, it offers a holistic approach to wellness. fellow californian phrases like these are uh, no doubt seem entirely unexceptionable but to british ears they are excruciating don't you feel just uh also segueing slightly that as soon as anyone with a company puts holistic in front of it yeah all the people who want to be better in their lives are just like yes it's holistic (laughs) well you say that you say that my friend oh god what holistic shit are you doing my friend uh phil who's just had a bad back from the gym uh, he struggles to keep up with me at the gym and he often injures himself. Sorry, Phil, if you're listening. Uh, but yeah, he, he basically but hurt his back and he's, he went he went to see what he thought was a chiropractor, but it was some other sort of version of that, which was a holistic osteopath or some some weird name. But anyway, basically, it's somebody who just held his ankles for 15 minutes and didn't move and just held up his ankles. And he was like, well, this isn't going to do anything. And, I, and then he said he paid, paid 70 quid and he was really annoyed. But he walked out there feeling amazing. His back didn't hurt at all. And I was like, what? And then I looked at the website. I was like, who is this person? He sent me the website. There's all that holistic stuff all over it. But, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, 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 don't, I don't dislike the Sussex. Well, it's not that I don't dislike them. I'm, I'm very nonplussed. They're not, just the, they're not in my, they don't just come into my thoughts at all, really, ever. It's just I find, I find that whole thing, just a, the way they speak, so excruciating i can't really comment because i've not listened to the podcast i've Mm. literally just listened to a clip yeah it they just it just sounds they're trying to it just almost like it's either so sincere it seems like it's insincere i don't know what it is i do find myself though if ever i'm on um like a magazine website or reading something and i see an article with them in it i tend to skip it Mm. it's incredibly i just don't care yeah, and they go on about how darkness can't... You can't get out of the dar- darkness without by, the light without, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, God. It's almost like a, like a little dig at anyone who just thinks they're pricks. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I just can't deal with that. But anyway, yeah, I found that excruciating. I don't mind. It's just everywhere. Everywhere I look, I've got this bloody really? podcast in my you face. You're online too much, honey. Yeah, it's just being <laughs> thrown in my face constantly. Um, anyway, Can I just say, slightly smugly, that my screen time for the last week has been five minutes average per day all right, all right. but isn't that Fancy amazing pounds. that is very good hannah it's obviously you know obviously some people buggy. have like seven hours mm. yeah five minutes um hannah and i basically drinking whiskey it is uh what is it what it's um new year's eve tomorrow we're going into 2021 tomorrow so we're just having a few whiskeys we put the kids to bed we've had them for how long how many days are straight it's only been five honey <laughs> Oh. I mean, it's been great. Like they've been good. It's just intense, isn't it? It's when you on. don't have any tiny break. There's no grandparents here. Mm. There's no nursery. There's no babysitters, and we love them to pieces. But my god, by the end of the day, I'm like, I really don't care if your Lego man sword fits into its hand or not. Like, I just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just yeah. want to drink whiskey and, and stroke my dogs and read my book. There's so many times that we just exchange glances in the day when they're just bickering or arguing or screeching about something inane, and we just look at each other as in like, "What have we done? <laughs> what is this?" What it's is when this we're driving like? to the park. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. And Rufus had that bloody dinosaur transformer 
oh, the with noises. the batteries and the like noises on in the back of the car and we <laughs> basically i was waiting for you to explode and you were waiting for me yeah. to explode and i was like i'm not gonna do it because it's always me yeah. and we're in the front of the car together and i was thinking how long is it gonna be until he tells rufus <laughs> to shut up i was like rufus could you please turn off that bloody <laughs> robot thing Stuff turn- like, i'm gonna throw it out the window yeah. <laughs> if you don't turn it off right now and how nice was it when it when it turned off though? oh my god it was amazing i don't think i've ever mm. appreciated silence so no. much in my life in my lovely. entire life yeah the, the 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 dramas are real right now aren't they with uh with what he gets upset about i mean just it's it's grayson looking out of his window in the car he doesn't <laughs> like him looking at the, it's grace yeah it's it's silly things like that it's just a lot of it is rufus will take something off grayson and, and like a t- rufus being our three-year-old grayson our six will take something off him like a, let's say a little thing he doesn't even want and just hold on to it grayson will be like, i want it back and then it just it descends into absolute chaos but anyway yeah. let's um move away from the kid chat oh god yeah just um commiserations to all the people who are also dealing with uh their children full-time yeah right commiserations now. um hannah did her first um cold water wasn't my first cold water swim it, well your first i've done two you before thank you very much didn't you? You did the oh, so it doesn't count if you do it in the no, summer it's in summer it's different you did it in the you did i disagree it, in it was still very cold in the summer it was cold but not as cold as december man december's proper cold so you got into the river in your in your in your swimming cozy i basically um committed to doing this dip on christmas day because i mean i was a few glasses of wines in like i was just little bit drunk mm. and i was like well that sounds easy mm. i'll do that tomorrow with you yeah and you did it i'm very proud of you yeah i'm very proud of you, you didn't it didn't feel- it i must say it didn't do that much for me though i was expecting loads of mental clarity and like basically i thought i was gonna get out and feel a bit like a buddha and i didn't and and i think my expectations were too high <laughs> I yeah. just had very cold feet and I was like, <laughs> and a really red skin. I and I was didn't. like, um, when is my mental clarity and like <laughs> at one and at peace <laughs> with life going to come along? They didn't. Yeah. Oh, well. Just wanted some heated seats and <laughs> and a nice cup of tea. Yeah. Um, we have just rocked up into tier three. Um, so we're all tier three'd up now. We were, we'd avoided that for a while. We were like, where we live in Bath is was sandwiched between all these tier fours. And we were just this one little kind of space, which was just some, somehow in tier two, which was great. And now we just got announced today that we're tier three. We knew it was going to happen. We knew though. it was coming, didn't we? I just wish I went to the um, the sports shop before it yeah. happened, because now I'm like, oh, I've got no running shoes mm. and the gyms are shut. Yeah, but I have a recommendation actually for an iPhone app, which isn't all sponsored and all that rubbish. It's just something I really think is sponsored very good. Sponsored and all that rubbish? Excuse me. No, 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 you know what I mean. Like, I'm not going to go into all that. Blah, 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 oh, yeah. You, know, you don't have any jargon you're going to have yeah. to put with it. It's just a very good app that I really enjoy. It's called uh, Hit, H I I T. They do like a free trial. You download it and uh, use the free trial, but then remember to cancel it in your subscription so it doesn't keep charging you. And then just try it out for a couple of weeks. I think that's, a, that's really, I mean, I, I absolutely love it. You don't need money, much equipment, and uh, it's very good. So give that a go. The Apple one is rubbish, I find. Can it's I just no do good. an ASMR for all the people that like this sound? Mm, it's a good sound <laughs> doesn't matter what sound. drink you've got in there it's a good sound yeah so you can't beat that sound oh. um oh i've got a got a bit of fascinating information for people out there who, who, are, who are on the edge of their seat and haven't been able to wait all week to hear about my audio issues finally they're fixed managed to get it fixed got an external sound card working plugged it in to the uh to the output which was actually the monitor outputs of the mixer i wasn't doing that before i was just going to the second out anyway 
you don't care let's be let's face it anyway what i just went to bed one night and it suddenly worked and i slept like an absolute baby so my audio issues are fixed Can you don't I need to worry anymore Steph about that yep and everyone listening are you camp dressing up on new year's eve even though everyone literally everywhere is staying at home or are you pjs and an early night i thought you meant am i dressing up camp like am i gonna, am I gonna <laughs> camp like a little crop top on or something please <laughs> don't i could dress up camp if it, if it were well help. the moustache is halfway there honey yeah hannah's not loving the moustache I'm, no, I'm, I'm going not. for one of those um what are they called handlebar moustaches where you let's just say i had a headache last night <laughs> oh that's why you had a headache <laughs> Oh, I thought rubbing that moustache on the back of your neck would, would have done Did it you not you. learn from the last time you had a moustache how little you got laid yeah, last time and then you've done it. it again? I'm like, what the hell? He just doesn't want to have sex, clearly. It's not that. It's just I really want to I really want to rebrand and I think it'd be nice. Oh, can it? you just not rebrand with that though? Wait for it. I'm halfway through I'm, it, I'm, I need time okay. to let it. To let well, it... I have a headache right now. So. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, basically, the problem is with growing a handlebar moustache, you've got to go through a real hor- horrible stage of a couple months before you can actually make it It never good. gets to a good stage. It will. I, I know what I'm doing now. I bought a little hair straighteners when you don't for it. Like, I know. And seeing you hair straighten your moustache while sitting at my dressing table is physically repulsive. You'll get into it. It literally time. makes me recoil. I'm like, oh my God, I've married a guy who straightens his moustache hair at my table and now he's putting his moustache hair straighteners in my basket with all my hair products. If you're not... Freaking me out. If you don't have any notable personality, then you need to make up for that with quirky facial hair. I'm going to shave it off when you're not... When you're asleep tonight. Oh my God, I'm going to trim it when you're asleep tonight. What would you do? I'd be upset. Stop curling it in front of me. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm spinning it around on my little fingers. Stop doing that. It's so gross. Uh, um, just, it's like you know when you see those men <laughs> no offense to anyone out there that has this but you know when you see those men that have like those really thin little greasy ponytails yeah it's like that those little slugs it's like, like that no it's not a slug shut up you sound like somebody out of a fucking circus today <laughs> 20 I look like circus a, i look like somebody from the 19 with a red lit i was going for 1940s raf man hey watto how are you doing darling you know not a fucking circus man <laughs> leotard out of shape dad bod circus man no way no hannah let me just see it through circus man let me see it through and i guarantee it by the angel be like i've got what he's up to now listen i'm a gillette model i'm basically going to be celibate by the time that happens i'm I'm an official gillette model this is what we do this is this is our look okay you gotta get on board with it jesus (laughs) um what do i all the lights out that's the only other way oh, we can do it. come on, man. No way. No way. Hannah's got a new business idea and it's love. It's great. It's it a great is business great idea. and I really want to do it, but it's totally the wrong year to do it. No, I think it's a great time to do no, it. No, it's a worse time to do it and it's such a niche business. So basically, I'm so deeply in love with our two sausage dogs, Georgia and Pippi, and Steph won't let, let me have any more sausage dogs. I say he won't let me, but... um. I feel like it's more, you can't really bring an animal into a household and relationship if it isn't a communal want, because it is extra work and it is mm-hmm. a whole other being to fit into the group. And it's not really fair for me to go out and just be like, hey, I've brought a new dog home mm. and expect everyone else to love it and get on with it as much as I do. Um, so given that, I thought, why don't I just walk other people's sausage dogs as a business so my plan would be to 
get myself a little van, like a little clapped out old van. Maybe not a clapped out one, actually. Why wouldn't I get a nice one? <laughs> I just feel like if you're a dog walker, you would just have a like a smelly van. <laughs> um, I think they've got, I think they're a bit more upmarket now. You're going for really? dog, uh, dog owners back in the kind of... Like the late, circa late when 90s, I was like yeah. nine. Yeah, I think they've upgraded these days. Uh, yeah. Okay, so basically I want to get a van that's like all kitted out in the back with like a giant bed and a little ramp so the sausage dogs can get into the boot. Mm. And I just want to walk other people's sausage dogs who live in like bath and the surrounding now, area now the best bit of the cherry on the cake is the name of this company which is just great well i can't take credit for it because our neighbor who lives across the road called helen who actually is the owner of our sausage dog's half brother <laughs> she came up with uh the name hannah's sausage strolls I love it. which i really enjoyed <laughs> I did register the domain name as soon as on I Christmas it. I like, Day. Great. On Christmas Day, I was like, "Please, can we buy the website?" <laughs> yeah. If you just if you just said I've got this idea for like Hannah's dog walking, I'd be like, "No, I don't really like it." Because you were like Hannah's sausage strolls, I was like, "We've got to embrace this idea." Yeah, and also, <laughs> I mean, I love all dogs. I absolutely love them and have done since I was about seven. I like, don't. I remember studying the dog encyclopedia when I was little and learning everything about every breed. And I've just always been really interested in them, even when I was. At university, I used to go and volunteer at the dogs and cats home to walk random dogs because I missed my dog at home. And I remember one once upon a time thinking that I wanted to be um, a dog hydrotherapist. This is when I was at uni as well. And I was like, oh, no, I've, I've gone to uni and I want to be a dog hydrotherapist, which you have to study for mm. like a really long time to be able to do. Went and did work experience and realised how wet and smelly I'd be all the time. And I was like, actually, it's really hard work. And I'm sure it's very rewarding, but it's um, it's like seven years worth of work, basically. Yeah, standing in an old dirty swimming pool with dog water all day, that sounds, doesn't oh, sound Oh, but nice. it would be so... Imagine seeing like an animal that somebody loved be mm. able to walk again. That would be amazing. Yeah, you say you like all dogs. I don't know, I don't know about that. I think I like some of them. Some of them I'm like, oh, no, you're a bit of a knob. Oh, I just love dogs. Are like I humans, love dogs. They've got just different personalities. I, yeah. some, of them, some of them are yappy and just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's shit. why I'm creating a niche business that's just for sausage dogs because I've literally never met a sausage dog that wasn't lovely. You're going to get people calling up and like, it's not a sausage dog. He's a half would you, breed. Would you take him? He's very small. No, I fucking hate other He's dogs. He's not on brand. If it's not a sausage dog, you can go fuck yourself. Although I um, definitely would take a basset hound because technically they're in the uh, sausage dog. You can't dog. do that. A sausage dog. But they're beautiful and I really want one and you won't let me have one. Uh, when we move to a bigger house one day, I'll get a basset we'll get a basset It's basically hound. a giant sausage, isn't they're it? They're great. They are cute looking things. Yeah, I they're, love they're them. They're great. They look like almost like impossible dogs. They're like drawings of dogs. Like a yeah. shit drawing from a kid of a dog <laughs> and then made into a dog. So anyway, that's my idea is that I would love to just be a sausage dog walker. Yeah, I mean, you're romanticising about it now, but I reckon in the cold hard reality of it, you can, you'd hate it. But I have to do it anyway because we have two the sausage dogs, so you, I, have to, yeah. I have to walk. Um, but the thing is now, well, the thing is it's a, good, you're good, it's a good time to do it because everyone now has bought a fucking dog. Because yeah, like, so well, if I set home. it up now and then when COVID's... When the Oxford vaccine comes in, everyone's jabbing up and getting yeah. all uh, Get, getting going back to work. Everyone's going to be like, "Shit, I got sausage dog. What do I do with it?" Going to be freaking the fuck out when they're like, "Where's my mum and dad gone?" No, I'm going to have like 17 of them in the gonna, house. There's going to be a so mental happy. health crisis with dogs around the UK who have just been left alone, isolated. I know. I really hope that doesn't happen, though. Don't. That makes me emotional. <laughs> well, you having sausage strolls is right there to step I in. I know, but what about all the ones that aren't sausages? Oh, I'm being really uh, discriminating. Oh, that could be problematic. <laughs> 
that could be in this day and age that's dangerous isn't it <laughs> yeah you can't say one breed and not another oh, I, no, bet, I not bet you in 20 years that's going to be like oh, I can't believe she did that I'll just be like the sausage dog specialist you'll be cancelled um, sorry if I'm talking really weirdly by the way it's that weird bar behind my teeth I've oh. still still not got used to it I still find myself like being a little bit like hang on people, but with my audio issue chat and your 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 bloody clear connect teeth training stat no wonder though everyone's jumping over and watch listen to Megan and fucking <laughs> Harry carry on in their woke bullshit <laughs> um, no uh, new year tomorrow we're not doing fuck all because we're not going to stay awake until 12 o'clock no way man Who would... I don't really see the point I know I don't want to be a negative dancey here but like what literally what is the point so many people are going to be you're like, not going to stay up singing like Whitney and Britney this. with me yeah I'm not celebrating going into this new year it's going to be another br- it's going to be pretty brutal I don't mind celebrating going into a new year because I do think there's something really nice about having that ritual of being like reflecting on the past year even if it has been difficult you can still take positives from it Mm. but at the same time i'm not going to be tired and grumpy the next day just because i'm doing that yeah yeah no way it's just not worth it by the time i get to it it's about 11 o'clock we are destroyed the whole day i never stay up till 11 o'clock when was the last time we stayed up till 11 o'clock i know i I don't even remember the last time i did that i probably for i don't know god yeah, no, we, we're just going to, I think we're just going to call it. I mean, I wanted to do a, a set, a DJ set for people, but then I don't, don't want to do it late. There'll be like 30 people. 30 people will be in my, enjoy my, join watching a dad do a set. There's a niche interest there. <laughs> Why don't you do it whilst also having like an extreme close up on that moustache? That's a really niche interest. I do have a bowler hat there. It could be my thing. Bowler hat and, a, and like an old RAF moustache. Could be, could be my, my, my new identity. Why do you need a new identity? Every now and again, it's good for a refresh, isn't it? A rebrand. What's your new identity then? I'm rebranding. Just the massage and the bong. Just going a bit more ostentatious, I guess. You know, a bit more, uh, I don't know. Don't make that face. That's my thinking face. Oh. I thought it'd be quite, it's not sexy now. What was it? You do it, do it, do do what I did. Oh Christ, was it like that? (laughs) Yeah. That was grotesque. I thought it was all thoughtful and interesting. No, I just saw a lot of your teeth. Oh, I thought it was like... Somebody from the Social Network film, like having to think about how to code some new fancy thing that's going to revolutionise. I do love you though. Just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, Anyway, can I just say, cheers uh, for. I was going to put some bit of whiskey in here. It's going to trigger so many people when I say this, but I just want to say cheers because everyone on both sides of the coin is going to be happy that this is over and done with. Brexit is done and dusted. We got that fucking thing done. Four years of excruciating agony is over. We can now move on. I think everybody on all sides of the coin is happy about that. That was one good thing that happened this year. Yeah, we got it done, man. Uh, That was good news. I feel like mm. Boris was happy that he got to say that that was done and over. Well, his whole thing for ages was, get it done, get Brexit done. He he drove through a fucking wall of boxes or something in a a, a massive, great big, uh, uh, like a... tractor or something with a big get brexit done thing on the front of it it's been ridiculous yeah it's been crazy but it's thank fuck we've got it finished man thank fuck it's all over that was horrible what a brutal four years that was yeah so that's well let's bunker down because it's about to get more brutal can i get a cheers for getting brexit done and getting it out of the way and now we can move on yep there you go god that was awful yeah made me lose a lot of faith in humanity that whole shit that whole shit uncle anyway let's uh Talk about your new soiree into, um, into yes. plant, a plant-based lifestyle. Hannah's flirting with the idea a of soiree. Going vegan. Yeah, it's That's a like soir- a party. 
nice or it's part you flirt with the idea yes i am flirting with it um i hate to go on about it all the time but it is mainly all the vegans are gonna hate me it's mainly to do with the fact of how much i love our dogs and i part of my brain is like if you love these two animals so much it's probably not right that you're eating other animals who also have personalities and and don't have a choice of what's happened to them and i don't know just there's something about it that i'm mm. i just feel i feel uneducated about it but i also feel like i want to educate myself and i i want to spend some time kind of researching about mm. um how we can properly do it rather than just kind of going into it and not knowing i mean mainly for me it's about food so i would I would need to learn basically how to cook all over again to be able to cook plant-based. Although I must say today we went shop, we went into the supermarket today and we got some really nice plant-based alternatives. Like there's a, I've tried the Nush yogurt before. It's amazing. Um, And the Ella's kitchen um, cookie dough that you bake in the oven. You've tried that before. You like that too. Grayson absolutely loves it. I've also got ice cream to go with it, which is the Oatly plant-based yeah. ice cream which i tried tonight before i came up here and it's so good is it oh, oh my god it's so good i feel like you and i are gonna have arguments over that ice cream we had an argument over the chocolate milk earlier we did we? have yeah. an argument over the chocolate Hannah, milk Hannah, i put it back in the fridge you fuck did you, you bitch <laughs> hannah has this issue Things oh are, i do have an issue it's, it's a, a deep-rooted issue. issue in my life and, and it's been there since i was about five <laughs> there's no way to bring it up with hannah without it being the wrong time and even if it's the right time, she'd be like, why are you bringing this up now? We're getting on really well. Everything's great. I've been in a really good mood. You, know, you ruined my mood. So I never know when to bring it up. But she basically has the inability to put lids back on shit. So nothing in <laughs> nothing in our fridge or cupboard has lids on it. Just open to the elements. All that bacteria just floating in there, nestling down. And uh, eventually, I just said to her today, I was like, Look, Hannah, could you please try and... Because now the Oatly lid's gone. And the thing is about Oatly chocolate milk. Do you know you what, need, though? You need to give that a very vigorous shake. You do need to give it a good shake. And how I'll can give you, you fucking shake it with a but... lid on it? He asked me when I was in the middle of reading a recipe, cooking dinner, also putting the shopping away, also listening to the uh, the tier update and the school update on the on your iPhone. It was a stressful time. I was trying to cook. The kids were messing around with their freaking Lego man, like, yeah. and then you were like, "Yeah, put the lid on the outly." It was really annoying. You were like, "There's so many annoying things that you do that I never bring up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but that's annoying because i love this oatly drink and i can see it in the fridge and i keep going for it but then i'm like it i needs- put it back in there because you know what i thought we could do instead of getting rid of it which was a really stupid dumb idea well, what we can do? put it in one of our flasks that we take to the gym and then shake it and oh. then drink it straight out the flask no that won't work why because the sediment will slink sink to the bottom of the oatly chocolate drink so when you pour half 50 percent of it into do a you flask, know what steph i'll just drink it yeah, you might have to just drink it. But every time I go into the Never fridge, mind. It's teasing me. I'm like, I want that, but I need to give it a vigorous shake and I can't give it a vigorous shake because there's no lid on it. I've even been a bit of tempted to put my hand over the lid, over the that top of work. it, shake it, but then I get all chocolate on my hand. You can lick it off. Oh, I lick it. <laughs> you lick it's 2020, off. who cares? <laughs> yeah, it gives a fuck. We're locked down, who cares? <laughs> um, can I just say one thing I am looking forward to is not getting dressed properly. <laughs> one thing I'm because looking forward best... to is you watching me lick off your oatly chocolate drink. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm making sure just I as much as I am looking forward to you shaving off your moustache i'm gonna eye contact the whole way as i'm licking that oatly off my palm hand you do that maybe you might get some i've got another headache um (laughs) 
Yeah, no, uh, for, so what's it? Do you know what would give me another headache though? Oatly on your moustache. The moustache does catch a lot of, uh, a lot of debris, doesn't it? it, it, it and I mean, it, there's nothing more. There's, there's, I, I don't think I've ever seen such a look of absolute hatred in your face. More so than, than when I can, when I have something in my moustache. The way you look at me is just absolute. Like it's almost like you can't. You sort of glance at me and you've got something in your moustache, and you have to look away. I'm like, what? Yeah, because it's disgusting. Yeah. I should grow a moustache and put some food in it, and then see how you feel. <laughs> right. Okay. If I had an accident, and I don't know why this would happen, but something, I don't know how I could how I could frame this. My fit's gone numb. Will you massage it? Absolutely not. No way. Why? Because you've got weird fucking weird breech feet. Don't mean you have they're all like your toes i'd massage your foot if you ask me okay then massage my foot okay okay all right fine (laughs) um (laughs) you're really aggressive stop be a bit oh sorry okay no i um i i did say this to hannah one time i was like if i once had an accident and i was completely normal but the only thing about me was i was absolutely obsessed with robert dyer's the hardware shop like that was the thing i talk about every day would you be? Would you still be with me? Would you rather a physical or a mental? That's problem? a really difficult question. It depends what the I think they're both shit. <laughs> I'd much rather a physical thing. But it depends how bad the physical thing was and what it was. Yeah, yeah, true. Like if you couldn't walk or something like yeah, that, I would hate. Like I, if I had the guys. choice to, yeah, save your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Or you talk about Robert Dyers. I would just put some sound cancelling headphones in and, and uh, nod along. <laughs> Have you seen that? Because I'm a nice wife like that. I've got the 2021 brochure. Do you think we can go through it? 2021 Robert Dyers brochure. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, it's weird though. I, I Yeah, it's it saddens me to think that... Uh, anything no it doesn't what am i talking about <laughs> i think i've had too many whiskeys i was going to say it saddens me to think about uh being obsessed with robert dyers <laughs> anyway um so what else is new around here hannah Max? that was a tricky loss. yeah i think this is the this is about the point in the podcast where we've had a few drinks i have all you sliding. have you were you were drinking whiskey when i oh, was man, I should just, we should just be all like woken woken caring that's what people like. Um, should I share my perfect Charlotte potato recipe? Oh, end on a bang. Well, yeah, because everyone's bloody eating at home now, aren't they, though, Steph? Okay. It was pretty fucking nice, to be honest. So if I was actually 
in the market for a very tasty potato right now, I'd want to listen to this bit. Yeah, and everyone wants carbs because carbs are comforting. Yeah, man. Go go crazy. And they go Unleash. with they go with every meal, whatever you're making. I feel like they're a complimentary dish. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? Don't that. laugh like that with your moustache. Oh my God. You look at me in like, such content. I try and enjoy a moment. I'm just snapped back. You can't because you've got that moustache. You're not moment. allowed to enjoy anything until you get rid of that. You'll get, you'll get on board with it, Hannah. Come on. I'm going to chop it off tonight okay, with the kids' honey, nail scissors. I spent a lot of time and effort on this. You know, I did a lot of uh, ironing on it today and I put some moustache wax in it. I uh, hair dry. I know. You take longer to do that than I take to get ready. The problem is, it looks amazing for about 10 it minutes. Doesn't. And talk and then it doesn't. Like, it doesn't, though. It does. It really does. <laughs> what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Just a bit Do you know what the problem is here? Face. Is that you are a narcissist. So <gasps> I'm not a narcissist. I mean, technically, I probably... If you'd so obviously around. you're going to think that it looks great on you because you're a narcissist. You're not going to no, like here's the thing. step back and be like, actually, it looks Hannah, really horrible and shit. <laughs> put yes. a sock in it for a second. Stefan. Hannah, I'm going to explain something. <laughs> I've explained this before, but it actually is a reductive thing. It makes me look worse. But sometimes looking worse makes you look better. I look at everyone that lives in Dalston and 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 and, and um around there around is um Dalston and what's the other place? Shoreditch. They all look like fucking idiots going around with their stupid hair and their stupid clothes, but they look cool as fuck. They're taking a step back to take two forwards with their stupid, massive, great big, like 1980s NHS glasses on and their ridiculous clothes. They nicked out their dad's cl- closet from the 70s and whatever else they're wearing, all these other ridiculous things. You look, look at them and you, you think, oh, what a twat. Ah, oh, but he's quite a cool twat, isn't he? The way he doesn't care. Put a timer on for 15 minutes. I'm going to change your life. Uh, Hannah's holding my ankle. Like she's doing some holistic thing. It's not doing much for me, to be honest. Yeah. It's been like 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we should probably go to bed now. What time is it? It's too late. Uh, quarter past nine. It's not too late. It's quarter past nine. It's too late for that. Oh, come on. If we go <laughs> to bed now, we can fit three minutes in. If we go to bed now, I will just have a really bad headache. <laughs> Shut up. I'll, I'll dim those electrodes. I'll dim the lights. No, <laughs> Seth's signal is... Make the lights red. Alexa, make the lights red. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know exactly what you want. Oh, the, oh, yeah. You come back from the bathroom. You're like, oh, the lights are all red and the bed stripped. And you're just in a leotard. <laughs> um, I. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? What, one of the most embarrassing. Please I, don't ever put a leotard on. One, a really embarrassing thing happened to me, uh, which I'm going to tell everyone about because I don't really care. I'm too old and married to care. I have Spotify and all my playlists are public. And I didn't, I forgot I put them all public. And one of my playlists was called Sex. And in that playlist was going to be all the sexy time stuff, all the sexy songs. Until somebody reached out and said, Steph, I uh, found you. That was your... years ago. Yeah, I know, but it's so mortifying. I still remember it. He goes, uh, Steph, I found your uh, your public playlist. It's uh, the sex one. <laughs> it's only got one three minute song in it. That was it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I meant to build it up. <laughs> I meant to build it up. I forgot. But he's the only one that told me. How many people have saw that and been like, oh, he's only got one or three minutes song in it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite embarrassing. Anyway, on that note, this is definitely no Megan fucking Harry podcast, is it? Oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> like the crass, awful alternative. This is what happens if you don't have a, like a a, um, a, a private education. <laughs> you just end up a little bit feral like us. Anyway, I hope you, enjoyed, feral. hope you enjoyed our feral podcast. Uh, 
podcast. We're not feral. We're just... I mean, in comparison to them, we're woke rangers. desperate parents that don't have a nanny and a chef and a yeah. wardrobe I, designer and a... Going back to your uh, vegan um, thing, I would definitely 100% be a vegan when I say I want feed and we're multi-quadrillionaires and I can afford to have somebody to come over and cook me my vegan food. You remember I was a vegan for six weeks? You haven't forgotten that, have you? Think no, about it every day. I have not forgotten. Um, it was great for the first few weeks. I was like, this is lovely. No, it wasn't. You hated every minute. I mean, you I, hated all the food. I loved it. But you never bothered to read or cook any proper recipes for No, me. I did. You I, didn't. I, I, I did. You ate chips and falafels. falafel and complained about vegan cheese the whole time. That's all you did. You no. didn't You didn't embrace plant-based I lifestyle. It. You didn't. I had never felt so self-righteous in my entire life. I felt I felt like I was making a difference. You also ate an egg, and I never let you forget it. I didn't realise they were fucking vegan, non-vegan things. I was like, "What? It's just an animal byproduct." I mean, like it's the, it's like a waste. Not allowed honey. Did you know that? Not allowed honey, and not allowed eggs. But I was like, if you have things about the whole, if it's a free range egg, I know things with free range is like all it means they get like one like an extra. I think it's like hardly any space to move. They still they're still. Free range sounds like, oh, free range. They're in a field somewhere running around. You have to you just walk around and rustle up a few eggs at the end. It's not like that. Free range basically means they get like a couple of, like a foot square or something like that to walk, not even walk around in, barely walk around. It's horrible. When you when you actually, when you open your, when you go into the, mm. that world and you you think and it re, you reassess. And since I've done that, since I did the vegan thing, I've changed how my relationship to food and how, what kind of food I buy and what kind of food I look for. And I think, I've lots more like vegetarian breakfast, lots more vegetarians, like everything. A lot of the time I'll go more, be more aware yeah. of what type of food I'm eating. I think for me, I think the reason it's taken me so long to make a few changes. And I, I think if you are thinking about going vegan or vegetarian, it's one of those things where it would be so difficult to just do it all straight away and it is a process and it is a learning curve and it's always going to be a learning curve you're never going to be the perfect vegan or vegetarian but I don't know I just think for me what slowed me down is that I almost don't want to know about the animal cruelty because I think it would just so deeply Mm. affect me and make me I don't know it would just shock me so much and and I would feel like I would have to change my habits immediately. And that scares me because it's such a huge lifestyle change. And and from growing up from somebody who, I mean, I was like an 80s slash early 90s child. Uh, we were taught you have meat, you have veg, mm. you have carbs. And that's the basis for your meal. And that's what I've grown up knowing. Mm. So to unlearn all of that and to unlearn everything I know about the fashion industry and like even cosmetics it's like you're so limited which is fine but it's just learning why you would choose in a world where you can have everything on your doorstep the next day Mm. to pick certain things over others even though they might not taste as good or they might not make you look as nice or Mm. whatever it's that's kind of a real kind of I don't know it's life-changing isn't it Mm. like it really is life-changing and it's kind of prepping yourself to go into that I think what upsets me about eating consuming animal products is that we do it so willingly without ever 
considering the animal that we're eating all ceremony and thanks and gratitude has gone out mm. of the process of eating anything like i don't sit there before a five guys and think ah oh, cheers man mm. you, gave my, you gave your life for me or whatever you just like, I'm eating two you. minutes like, after you've been in there i'm, t- I'm, I'm con- and yeah ingesting your protein and I have, I've had appreciation for that i don't have that appreciation i feel like i need to have that appreciation um so like i feel like i feel like it's a, i wish i i wish i could do it but i i just don't think i after that six weeks of trying it i found it so by the end but, i was so I, I mean i just didn't at the time it takes to kind of i mean you can make a great vegan our favorite restaurant in bath is a vegan restaurant yeah, and i think just to play devil's advocate you were doing it by yourself because i did it with you for a week and then mm. i was just cooking the way i knew how to cook mm. Um, and I found it incredibly difficult. But just playing devil's advocate, you didn't really find any recipes where you thought, God, that's going to be really tasty. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get all the ingredients. Mm. I'm going to make that. I'm going to try that. If you had a handful of recipes to fall back on or like just a few things in the fridge that you knew, for example, like we always have a vegan breakfast. We have porridge with almond milk. Mm. Um, and then fruit on top so that's vegan anyway so that's one meal like already done Mm. so all you have is your lunch and your dinner if you knew a few recipes for that those that but even when we went out i remember going out for a meal once for sunday rose and i just had i was like um, i said to this one restaurant i said i'm a vegan what do you have and they were like oh we've got um, aubergine dish we could give you and i was like okay oh, I hate it was basically just a bunch of soggy aubergine on a plate and i was like oh fuck man and then like everyone was out around me in like co- like cauliflower cheese and all this delicious looking food and potatoes cooked in duck fat cheese. and i was like oh my god like i i, I um i 100 if i could have if i could offload the thought process to somebody and and the preparation and the, and and all of that stuff if i could afford to have somebody to do that for me then i would do it because i'd want to i'd want to do it but with everything I was going on and how I consume and how I work and what I do it's, and with the kids and our life and stuff, I just, it can't, I can't manage to do it. I find it very I difficult. really want to do it. And I know you think it's a phase. I but support like, it if I, you do I really want to do you, it. But I'd still support it. I don't care about being teased. Good, though. good. Yeah, but I, I think it's But it's like how try. far do you take it? Because you can take it really far. No, that's the thing. It's always further you can go. Um, just in terms of like, obviously I own leather products. Like I, one of my favorite jackets is a leather jacket and I'm like, do I sell that? And no. No, obviously I'm not going to, but like if you were a true mm. vegan and at heart, then you would be like, I'm getting rid of that. I'm not going to wear that. I'm not going to endorse that, you know? I mean, some vegans are like that with, but with everything, with like with a car, with anything, if you get in a taxi yeah. then, like... Just w- getting in our get car, I'm like, oh no. Everything involves some Eight kind cows. of animal, pro- animal products. Eight, really? Is that okay? Eight cows for that and, car. Oh, really? See, that's the thing. And it's like, it's... Well, like you can't go on well. airplanes can you not fly can you not and and the the thing that really perplexed me about it is i don't want to trigger a load of you sorry if you're a vegan here but the thing that i could not get my head around is that the value of life mm. what i mean where is the line of what a, a value a life has there isn't a line though we so shouldn't if insects, just because we can kill something we shouldn't kill so it. If it so if a mosquito is biting you you don't kill it that's the, that's the tricky part though because I would so I would par- kill, I would a parasite, if a mosquito was biting me I would if, I would swat if it if Rufus has a parasite in him what you don't get rid of that parasite yeah that's I mean if they have head lice you don't get rid of them. yeah, yeah where, wh- what defines like how I don't I, I wanted to know like where the line was and what defines the line of what is more why is 
what I find weird about us humans is that we seem to attribute value of life to size, size. like a whale. It's like the, yeah, like the if bigger it, the if thing. If a whale is, gets washed up, yeah, everyone's really yeah, sad like, oh, and shocked. Oh, and, but if it was like a, a bug, of, a bug, yeah, nobody cares. And yeah. I, and that's the thing I can never understand. Like, well, surely all life is equally as sacred from a bacteria from bacteria to uh, a human being to a whale to a blue whale. It's all sacred. I don't understand the, where the line is and why some things have more value than others. And and I suppose the argument to that would be like the suffering. That's what comes in. But does a, does a bee suffer when you eat its honey? I don't know. Are they suffering? Is there a conscious suffering going on? I can understand with animals when they're more sentient and they can understand shit, something's, you know, or a chicken that has an egg. Like, I don't understand. Is there is there a suffering there? I... I, I I needed it. I don't I know it. your. I don't know the answer to your question, but I do know that I fundamentally disagree with making a cow pregnant over and over and over again for its whole life and taking its baby away every time it has a baby. But you can't disagree with that if you consume milk and chocolate. Well, that's exactly why I want to do what I want to do. Is because I can't. I've been pregnant. It's hot. It's hard. Mm. It's horrible. And I can't imagine somebody taking my baby away from me mm. a week after I'd had it for it to go and be slaughtered. Mm. Like, how brutal mm. is that? And they, like, if you've seen with our dogs, like, they have personalities. They have personalities. And they have, I don't know, they have just because they can't speak, but just because they can't speak and they can't voice things, But they don't. why should we be able to... I don't think our pets are self-aware. I don't think they're actually aware of much going on around them other than the immediate sensory information that's happening. But then, right there and there. again, if we are the in inverted commas here like the higher species surely we knew better and we're we're smart enough to know that we can have alternatives so why do we kill animals on our planet another when they have just as much right to be here as we do if none of us did eat animals this is another this is another one of those paradoxes if none of us ate animals there would be far less animals to eat therefore there would be far less animals alive so that the animal i mean but most of those animals are suffering the so. factory farming is wrong and i i don't think it's right to eat mass-produced factory farmed animals who have been born and raised in factories i'd much rather spend extra money and, and make know that the meat yeah. has come from somewhere a local a, farmer yeah. or, or yeah know. where Even somewhere, that, though, somewhere the animal know. has had some sort of life before you know it passes on like in an ideal world as well i'd honestly if in an ideal world i'd go out and i would hunt and i would hunt my our food and i would i would do it myself i'd dispense the animal myself in a get humane way deer. i'd get the deer and yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd i'd take that deer and i'd consume the deer and i'd always be aware and i'd always be thankful for that deer of giving that life because i because i would have created it that's I how, don't, I, that's I, how it, I would love the funny to thing it. is and i think this is what sort of spurs me on to try and integrate this more mm. into my lifestyle is that if you went out into the woods and killed a deer and brought that deer back into our house to like behead and like mm. skin and take apart to mm. cook, I don't know if I could eat that because I would have seen its mm. its 
deer bo- <laughs> deer body and it would make me really sad to be like that deer was someone's dad or mum or like <laughs> well, i know it's really sad this but is like why i think if you I do just, think this way then it is then it's then you should vegan yeah is something you should do or, otherwise you're a hypocrite yeah that's the thing yeah. so like you're either a hypocrite or you're not like and i think that's if you do feel that way then you need to experiment with yeah. it yeah and i think one of my main worries is obviously i cook for our family a lot of the time and if Mm. you're not doing it and obviously I'm not educated enough to know about what I mean I need to read up but like our kids obviously need certain nutrition which they get from eggs and cheese Mm. and and chicken and that type of thing and I don't know what the alternatives are for that yet so and and or even if we do find alternatives well we obviously will find alternatives but like will they eat what I'm gonna give them you know Mm. Mm. Do I just give them a multivitamin and hope for the best? <laughs> is that vegan? Can you get a vegan multivitamin? I don't know. I mean, this is, I think there's... Certain... I just know that I, I I don't want to eat my dogs, therefore I don't want to eat yeah. other animals that hmm. I potentially would have felt connected to because I feel so connected to them. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's completely understandable. Yeah, it can be understandable. I would... If I had a, a cow, I wouldn't want to eat that cow, you know? No, of course, because you then you then have a, a relationship yeah, with that thing. Yeah. And, and and right now we are so divorced from the process because we are such consumers that we are just consume, consume, consume. I don't I don't want to see, let somebody else deal with all that stuff. They'll dispense the animal, they'll slice it up, they'll give me just the burger and I don't have to do anything for it other than hand over a bit of money that I made doing a, a job or whatever, you know. And the the, the relationship is so fractured and, we uh, don't, and distant from yeah. all of that stuff and that's not how we're programmed to we don't see the death to be like we're we don't have to see the death and we yeah. don't have to kill anything so therefore we just consume it and if it goes off in the fridge we throw it away mm. we don't care and i think and there's our, something really wrong about that and our ancestors had a lot more respect for i think for the animals mm. that they were eating and they were much more grateful and thankful mm. for, for for that it's funny because our son who is about to turn seven in a few days he asked us for a chick for his birthday i really want to get him a chick Mm. but then you were like it's gonna turn into a chicken and then you're gonna have to look after it and i'm like i would love a chicken yeah i'd like i love chickens we We don't have the right garden for it we move somewhere bigger we'll 100 have chickens i would love i would love some chickens yeah um the thing is you'll find i'm saying if you do start if you do venture into this world a lot more you'll you'll be subject to a lot of confirmation bias like you'll you'll be yeah you'll be entering into a world where everyone around you is saying well done like this is a or really, you're doing it wrong no no they'll just be saying well done like this is the best decision you ever made i've been doing it for this long and you'll get so many pats on the back from people and so many people saying yeah yeah man you're doing it you almost feel like it's it, they, they're all giving all this like affirmation is making you feel more like you made the right decision. You think, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. And then all of a sudden you're exposed to all these kind of these documentaries and these things made by people who are essentially, you know, but they're not a lot of people making these documentaries. They're not nonpartisan about it. They're quite, yeah, they're quite biased. So you have to be very aware of that. And you also have to be very aware. This is the thing that I found, always found difficult with the whole going back to Megan and, and, and Harry here, the whole woke, woke culture is it's a lot about like you say these certain things, these platitudes and you come out with these certain things and then you get so many backslaps of people are like, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is great. You're the best. You're and, and it's all of that little, and they're so addictive these little dopamine rushes that you get off all this affirmation being people like yeah yeah i'm so so you're proud of you for doing this and whatever blah blah blah, blah that you start to get high off that thinking yeah man i'm gonna i can push this even further and before you know it you you're all in on it on, on that type of stuff and it's all it, it just feels to me like it, it it feels grubby once you once you actually look at it you think no like it is all but it depends what your reason is 
for doing it. This is why you have to be very, very, very sure about what your fundamental reason is. Yeah, so obviously there are lots of different reasons why you would want to change the way you consume. But you have to do that for... But mine would be... Even if you didn't know anyone. Yeah. Even if you were on your own and the the internet didn't exist. But a lot of people would do that for environmental reasons. Mm. That's not my reason. Mm. I appreciate that that is a great reason Mm. to change your habits, but my core reason would be having a relationship with two animals Mm. therefore i don't want to really consume other animals anymore Mm. and i think i think at the age almost 32 i'm like why have i not thought about that before because it's been so driven into me yeah that that's what's on my plate i don't think about where it came from that's just what I've learned programmed from you since I just remember being in school at about age four and and learning you've got the pyramid of food and this is what you're supposed to eat and that's it and then learning from my mum who Mm. obviously that's what she learned she grew up in the 50s so it's like I don't think a lot of people had the luxury to be vegan for a long time you know we kind of do it's being catered for a lot more now the more people that do it the more uh, the easier it is for people like Mm. me to be able to do it. Well, I think because the great thing is though that, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. you've made it easier for me now. So great. I the can great thing is now though, that like, for example, today, Steph and I walked into the supermarket and there's a whole like corner aisle on the end of ready made vegan alternatives. Mm. And it had a big sign above it saying uh, vegan. Mm. Whereas you wouldn't have had that five years ago. No, it would have been really hard to find and packaging is sometimes very deceiving and Mm. you just don't know unless you stand there for ages and you read what's in it you don't really know you know what's fascinating going in and actually to a supermarket and 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 even if you even if even if you're not a vegan just to go into a supermarket and be like i'm going to imagine i am and i'm going to look at the packaging and see what things i can have because so many things you don't even imagine would have sweets and wine and and biscuits and all this kind of stuff would have uh, milk in it or something to do with all f- certain fish guts in wine the way they strain f- the way they strain certain wines most wines aren't vegan it's like, strained through gelatin yeah so the so animal products is yeah is, is, and is, wine would be a big thing for me because i love wine mm, so much and that would be so chocolate. hard for me to the chocolate's hard chocolate would be yeah probably you do have, you do have oreos though Oh my god, are Oreos vegan? Yeah, man. Yeah, <gasps> I didn't know yeah. that. Well, I can definitely yeah. go vegan now because mm. chocolate was like up there with my chocolate, cheese, and wine. Yeah, my They're... main things where I was like, oh god, that's going to yeah. be really hard. But I think the thing about it with your diet is also not doing it all straight away and just gradually finding things that you actually like that are alternatives, <laughs> rather than just being like, no, I'm going cold turkey. I'm doing it now. Yeah without any research you need to research why don't why don't we try something like this why don't we do like one day a week for a while vegan two it'd be <laughs> easy it'd be easy okay well, uh, two days a week we do vegan or something where it's only plant-based or whatever food yeah and we even that. like yeah. vegetable curry yeah 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 i'm down with that's so that. easy to do and yeah. like salad wraps and yeah. then porridge we always have porridge anyway yeah. so it's okay we, we can and i found these really nice little snacks um where it's like um a roasted chickpea and then they dip it in vegan chocolate too mm, hummus that's vegan isn't it yeah of course hummus is. is vegan yeah yeah it's great it's some good stuff but what what annoyed, i miss fish though what I annoyed love me fish. about oh, about my soiree into veganism was that a lot of people said to me oh you know it's a vegan alternative cheese if you tried it, it's really nice and i was like oh i'll give that a go it's 
absolutely putrid. That was about four years ago now, though now. They so have, I they think that better. it's probably got better. And if not, you live without cheese. We just we we you know cheese is... we, with these burgers that we just bought, mountain something burgers are they called? Like mm-hmm. I can't remember what they do you remember what they're called? Some kind of branding S- about some, mountains. Some yeah. bra- mountain burgers or something. But they apparently are incredible. I, I only know about them because our friends came uh, friends um uh, Jason and Eva dropped something over the other day to our house and told us about these burgers they've been eating and they uh yeah and we bought them today so I'm going to try them out and we go they were like you wouldn't know the difference they're so delicious they're amazing you wouldn't know they're vegan so I'm going to get I'm going to go That'll be in interesting. I don't think I've apart from um Linda McCartney sausages but they taste nothing like I sausages. I love the Linda McCartney. I like them but not oh as a God, sausage I alternative. I so prefer them to sausages. Oh, and shut I remember when up, I do Hannah I promise Mads. you I do. Um no, but don't. I remember when you were vegan for all that time before. And I remember um I did it with you for a week. And then after that, I was like, oh, it's too hard trying to think of like food for the whole family to to cook. And it was just too hard with children. And I wasn't educated enough. It's my own fault. But I remember going back to eating something like cheese and actually feeling like it was so rich and Mm. sickly and not really enjoying it. The first time I had it back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, I felt like it was like almost like it was a fake taste. Mm. Like that's not how food was supposed to taste. Do you know what I mean? Um, I remember we went to Goodwood, I think when I, when we, when I was a vegan, I had to try and eat in Goodwood and that, I mean, you're getting it. It's basically a massive, great big car festival. <laughs> Everyone, nobody there is a vegan apart from me, I don't think. I thought Goodwood was horse racing. No, that's all or car that the stuff. Other one? It's all car stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we went there and, uh, yeah, I had to. The problem is, you can't just say, "Can I have some chips?" You have to be like, "Can I check are those chips? Are they are they boy are they yeah. made in the same fat that you put like fish fillets yeah. in or something?" Like you have to always check that that the almost and and there's levels of it. There's the different there's different levels of of how far you go with it. Some people won't even get into a car because they're like, "No, animal products have been involved in this." Some people go so far with it. Like they, I mean, for them it's not far. It's like, "No, I'm just doing the right thing." And it's like, well, when 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 you zoom when when you know, it all goes back to like objective truths and what what is what is right and what is wrong and is there is there a right or is there a wrong? You know, essentially it's all down to just the movement of atoms. That's all it is. Like, is killing an animal wrong? You're just you're if changing everybody atomic, was a little state. bit of a shit vegan, then the world would probably be a much better place. I don't though, know, to be would, fair, would it though? Yeah, because there would be less farming, there would be less animal cruelty. It the whole world would be a better place I, if there was a lot of people being predominantly vegan but like a little bit shit like cheating every now and then do you know the way they have the labeling on foods for how much fat saturated fats and stuff is in it it would be good if they had a label for this is a factory farmed animal that would be good so you could know when you're buying something if it's a factory farmed or the conditions a lot of the, factory of the time they animal. do no i don't know I've like never seen you that. have the free range or cage hens. again or... it's the yeah i mean is... you just don't know do you you know they, they take we're, what... we're, we're steph and i are very new to this whole well i did it for a you know Six weeks, that's a Six long time. Six whole man. weeks, about four years ago, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's something I'll go back to. I think it's something I'll go back Would to. Would you? But, but again, you made but fun again, of me when I, I was want... reading a book about it though and you were like, oh God. You're reading a book by a person I just think, yeah, no, no mind. Anyway, um, I just feel like I don't want to go back to it but then have this kind of, this celebrate, you know, like the whole, people being like yeah like you're doing you know i don't but like, even if you did it like, like six days a week and then on a sunday you had a chicken that was bought i don't know from a local farm or at the farm shop mm. and it was a 
proper treat. Which and is what we where, where we buy most of our meat from is a farm yeah. shop. Yeah. So it is like, it's, so the meat that we're getting is, we know is good local, locally produced meat from farmers who care about their animals. And that to me is important because the animal has a good life before, you know, it's dispensed. I'm getting old rubbish anyway. <laughs> you know, who wants to I be? I like getting old. <laughs> How are you talking about? You're in your prime of your life. No, I'm not. I'm 32 nearly. That's, That's not prime. my prime. It is. Prime's like 22. No, it's a different type of prime. You were just like young and naive back then. Yeah, exactly. It was wonderful. Now you're more distinguished and sexy. <laughs> There's so many moustache jokes that I want to make right now. So yeah, don't pressure. Don't shut up. You call you sexy. You can't make a tease me about my moustache when I called you sexy. You'll get into it. Trust me. You'll like it after a while. You'll grow oh, on you. God. You'll grow on you like a wart. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll come around to the idea. Trust me, I'm a pioneer. I know what I'm doing. Sometimes you're just wrong. <laughs> no, but anyway, back to veganism. I'll support you. Um, I don't know if I could do it more than once a week, but I'll, I... Well, I, considering that I do normally, not in the past week, but do normally cook the majority of our meals and do the majority of our food shopping, I don't mm. really think you have much of a choice, to be honest. Yeah, true. you got to have that almond oh, milk in your tea. Again. But... <laughs> laffles for dinner again, boys. No! <laughs> it was a uh, The good laffles. thing about it now, though, is that there's so much more on instagram in terms of like there's so many amazing like cooks and chefs and recipes and do you know what you should say then you shouldn't say i'm a vegan you say i'm plant-based that's a better way of putting yeah it. yeah that's a better way of framing it yeah but that's vegan, that's all to do with food exactly but surely it's yeah isn't it all to do with i food? mean that's the first step really isn't it to yeah. being vegan you can't no, say you're a vegan if you're just eating vegan food you I have to follow a vegan lifestyle two days a week plant-based but i'm not giving up eggs and i'm not giving up uh honey why wouldn't you give up honey? No freaking way. Why is, would maple, I up- is maple syrup plant-based? Uh, this is out of a tree. That's fine. Yeah. Probably, so why would you... Maple syrup's so much better than honey. It's so much maple better than honey. Maple syrup on toast. Why, nah, why do you even need honey on toast? You never have honey on, honey on toast. toast. You I'm gonna never go, I'm gonna go have now. it. We bought a new toaster today. I'm going to go and use it. Oh, yeah, we did. I'm it's excited about that. Our toaster broke and it was like devastation for about three days. Yeah. Well, you hate We made a special trip. Yeah. Hannah Steph hate- went through this phase when I was first um, dating him where he basically had a bit of a breakdown. Didn't and, like, a breakdown. You went to Ikea and bought like freaking red, every, all the red accessories to go into your flat. And it was horrible and I hated it. You had a red rug. Red had these red fucking horrible, they weren't even velvet. They were like some weird, horrible material. Yeah, townish or something. Horrible material. <laughs> and then you bought a like matching kettle and toaster and a throw red. and like all this red shit. And I moved in and I gradually managed to like eat all the red shit out of the house. And apart the from this one fucking toaster. <laughs> and the toaster broke last week and I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> the last red piece of shit. I wanted, I wanted, red. red's a very sexy colour. It's a sexy colour. It is colour. in light form. Like, so when you turn mm. Alexa lights on red, everyone looks hot and red. So yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Red accessories are just a big no-no yeah, for me. Yeah, I went a bit like, crazy on the red. Red accessories, no. I don't see any in the stream anymore, honey. Yeah, no, the red's out. Looking around Steph's office and I'm like, there's no red because it's red not cute. Big red record button on my, uh, on my, uh, no on my thing and that's about it. Yeah, no, you're right. No. I mean, it's a phase. We all go through phases. We'll probably look back at a phase we go through. Mustache phase. Oh, Hannah, come on, man. Just get on board with it, man, please. Embrace it. Anyway. Right, what time is it now? Uh, bedtime. N- bedtime. We have, we've talked for over an hour. And we were fucking knackered before we did this. We were like, oh, we can't do this. We're too tired. We need to just go to bed. I like these chats because we 
we actually have a proper good chat, don't we? We do. That's what I really like about it. Now them. you understand me a little bit more. Yeah, I do. I like we dig down into certain things that we're thinking and stuff like that. We're not just so like, oh yeah. I think this is actually probably a therapy for us. A form of therapy. Yeah. Because we really actually talk about all the things because we live so much so symbiotically with everything in our lives affected by the same things experience the same things live through the same things, know the same people know the same people everything live so in the same house that we don't really like dig into like any of the stuff that we're thinking about much because we're just fucking destroyed by children most of the time we're like <laughs> we get to the evening and i'm like it. do you want to play a computer yeah. game while i read my book that's like our ideal yeah, evening in it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, loving my loving my computer games right now, man. Got right back into it like a fucking child. When am I going to grow out of this, man? I'm forty. I'm still gaming away like a like a fourteen year old. Sometimes in the morning, um, say it's like a morning like it has been over the past few days where we're all at home and we're about to get ready for a walk. The kids will be like just being feral in the lounge and Steph's there playing his video game and I'll literally throw the kids' clothes in Steph's face while I go and get ready upstairs and be like, here you go. No, you don't. Get them dressed. The kids are closer there, and I guarantee I have them clothed every time you come down. As a yeah, point. you do, but you're literally like a teenager. Well, you're I'm, like a teenager. I just want to complete. There's two games I want to complete: Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk. And then I I'll don't be, care because be... I have like 17 books on the go. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. I like this little. Um, we've got more of this now hunkering down. Now we're tier fucking three, whatever the fuck that means. What does it mean? We could, is it what are the changes? Can we still like do anything? Are we just stuck in the fucking house now forever? What we what do we have to? What, um, I believe, although I could be wrong, I don't feel like I should give any information out because I've had two whiskeys and I've not read the national <laughs> yeah. guidelines. So <laughs> yeah, let's just stop that right but, there. <laughs> but it's clever how they go up tiers and not down because if they go down, they can't go down anymore. Like if they start at tier three, go down to one, they're like, oh shit, where do we go now? But they keep going up. So we're going to be in tier 45 this time next year. I'm wearing like full PPI to do everything, <laughs> all of us, all the time. We have to go into like, a shared like <laughs> Dettol shower before we yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> Just scrub each other with bleach every day, twenty four seven. Yeah. Oh God. It's, yeah. Who knows what the next year is coming? Anyway, this is probably the last podcast you're going to listen to with us in this decade. Decade? Year? What the fuck? Sorry. Year. <laughs> it's okay, last, yeah, it's the last one. So this is the end of twenty twenty. Uh, let's think about what good things have happened this year. Anna, you start. What good shits happened this year? If we come up this podcast, entertaining about twelve people. <laughs> um personally or nationally P- personally because nationally fuck all's um, happened yeah i know um personally i feel like it was actually quite nice in some respects to slow down a little bit and appreciate moments that i wouldn't necessarily have noticed or yeah before mm. i have a deeper level of appreciation for the all the civil liberties and the freedom that yeah. we had before this all happened. Like I did, I just carried on. I was thinking, this is all right. This is great. What's happening? What's going on next month? But now I'm like, oh, those snowboard holidays, all these holidays we had, and all those times we just went away and did it whatever we wanted. Just going to freedom. a bar with all more bars, than six yeah. friends. Going clubbing. I used to go to clubs and just breathe all over everyone and not care. And it doesn't matter. People breathe on me, coughing all over the place. I don't give a shit. God, if you went to a club now, somebody coughed. Fucking hell. There's no clubs open. Don't know. But would, would people feel safe going to a club now? Would you say, would you I don't think you necessarily young people would mind so much mm. as long as they weren't going Ronnie Scott's jazz bar in London, oh, man. I miss that yeah. sort of shit. Of course you do. You love the waitress there. Oh, shut up. I had the hots on one waitress one time before we met. Would you let that go? <laughs> she was Polish. I like I like Polish people. They're really nice. I've got a lot of time for Polish people. Hmm. Anyway. Um, 
yeah I don't know other highlights would probably be I mean as hard as it is as a young family I feel like we've definitely all got a lot closer mm. um I feel like our kids have got closer and also we got a puppy this Pippi. year yeah oh, we added to our family with a puppy and she is literally the light of my life <laughs> <laughs> she is obsessed with me and I'm obsessed with her and it's the best thing ever. You're obsessed with both of those dogs. I know. Right, yeah, right Every now, time I look at them, I'm sitting like, like, They're both sitting next to us on a couch, cuddling each other. They're like curled up next to each other. They're like spooning, Pippi spooning George. They just, they're just, it's so nice to see them cuddling up like that, isn't it? I, I just like, yeah. They're great, man. I, I, I honestly think like, God, if we had a bought a Dachshund when we were first together, would we be parents right now? I said that to you the other day and yeah. you were like, and I can't believe you said that. No, I didn't say that. When have I ever said I can't believe you said that? I would never say it. It doesn't come into my vocabulary. I would never say that. You can say anything you like. <laughs> no matter how brutal and dark it is. I don't care. No, but I, I do think that we probably... Yeah, we you wouldn't really need to. We, no, you, you have wouldn't. all the joy just from the dogs. <laughs> yeah, you would. None of the, none of the back chat. Yeah. None of the Lego drums. building. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see how I, I did for a long time think, God, dogs have such parasites, aren't they? The way they, they stop us procreating. But I'm totally, like, that's a good thing. Totally, they stop us having kids. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Be a vegan. Get a sausage dog. I'll walk it for you. Yeah. The end. <laughs> I guarantee you, my cameras and shit aren't even vegan. Like, so no, no. Laptops, every Yeah, they, they have like it. rubber and, mm. oh, God. Let's not go into it. Yeah, let's not go back there, man. I'll let's be like, I need to quit my job. The good thing, the one thing I like about these podcasts is that. There is no some like if this was on YouTube, if we put these on YouTube, which I don't tend to do anymore, there is the comments down below, and then people can just pick out something you said and just fucking go all ham on it. Whereas this, they can't. So the only I'm sure they can, can't they? No, there's no no comments. No comments. Oh, that's nice. People listen, and if they get angry, they've got nowhere to put it. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's good about it. You can relax a bit more and be like, oh, it doesn't matter if I set fuck something up and say something that everyone's going to be angry about. If I make some sort of... Is that why Joe Rogan gets to say whatever the fuck he wants Well, all the I mean, time? he puts his stuff up on YouTube and stuff like that. Okay. But I just, I, you know... But he I, also says YouTube is the most... It's top, Worst place well, for yeah, yeah. that type of... Yeah, he comment does. Comment and person. Mm-hmm. The thing is, that's, this, is my, this is my heart... The difficult relationship I have with the comments is that I just... I don't want to hear the positive comments because I feel like they... That's weird stuff. No, but I've been doing it for quite a few few years. I've I've had quite a few, you know, there have been quite a few positive comments over the years and they are very nice and everything, but your brain gets so addicted to those kind of positive comments and you seek affirmation from the comments and then it's just like you almost have these little grubby little dopamine rushes off all the nice ones and then it's like, ah, you shouldn't want that. You shouldn't, that shouldn't matter. None of that shit should matter. But then the nasty ones just linger around with you all day. So it's like, well, there's nothing it's you can It's difficult though because obviously... It say, for example, if I were to listen to um, a podcast on YouTube and to spend some time writing out a comment about how much I appreciated the person's mm. chat or whatever it was, I would want to think the person read it and appreciated it. But Not did, that the then, person was like... No, but you read it and appreciate it, but then you get like a little sug... Feeling sense. grubby after no, they no, had you a little you know. sense of self-satisfaction. You're like, oh, that person liked what I did. Oh, isn't that satisfying? That's I did good. Something. No, but that's not. That's I find that part of the psyche a bit cringy that you need that like those those positive things kind of give you a little like, good feeling about yourself like it's a bit grubby i just feel like oh i don't i You're like just a grubby motherfucker <laughs> aren't you i like it when people reach out to us privately or send me a message saying i love you i'm, I'm really liking your podcast right now or they'll send like do an instagram or something like that about it that's really good i love that but 
the I don't yeah I find it very di- sometimes people write really nice things Steph just needs a laser posit- no, positive no, comments about his moustache <laughs> yeah that's all I care about it's positive about moustache <laughs> but sometimes I just feel like you you know all creators read those comments and it's that like you should be happy enough with what you do and what you think and what you feel to not need to read that and not need to feel good from reading that. Don't read it then. No, that's the thing. But you don't. But you have this weird addiction where you like you want to read it, see what fancy out, see if you said anything that's like. And also, by not reading it, I guess you feel almost guilty because it's like yeah. being unappreciative. Because people write these nice messages, yeah. and they want to express it yeah. to you, but then you. And I've had that so is, many inbox messages where people mm. have really opened up to me, mm. and there's just so many of them, so mm. many of them that for me to reply to them would be like a full-time job. Oh, that is popular. No, but just about things that you couldn't just be like, oh, yeah, I hope yeah. you're okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't never just send something like that back. But then you have this thing in you where it's like, if I reply to that, then I then can't work today. Or yeah. like I have a two-hour gap between the mm. childcare mm. where mm. I'm like, oh, I need to actually do my paid job, mm. which I would love pref- and prefer to be mm replying to this person and and in hopefully in some way making them feel okay but mm. to be able to do that would be a full-time job if you were going to do right. it properly and you were going to reply to someone in the way that you would want to not just half-assed being like oh thanks for reaching out i hope you're okay and do you know what else the, the other thing the other reason why i feel like i have this weird relationship with reading that reading anything nice is because because you hate yourself no no it's but i think it's because uh, as a determinist again you don't feel like you really have, to ch- have a, con- a conscious choice of anything you say or do so you feel like well you are really just complimenting the programming that i had no choice of uh, of running like I'm, I'm literally a computer simulation doing stuff you're saying it's really good and I'm getting like these cheap rushes off it where I didn't really have a conscious choice about doing any of this stuff. So that's why I find it quite difficult is because it's like, well, that doesn't mean anything. I didn't choose to do that thing that you really liked. It was always going to happen. It was predetermined. You need to go to therapy. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I'm working it all out slowly, but surely I'm working it all out. I just wish I was better at maths, man. It's one of the things in life. <laughs> anyway, on that note, shall we end uh, <laughs> yeah. the podcast? Okay, yeah. Thank you we'll guys so much for uh, listening to us babble about crap over a couple of whiskeys. Yeah, okay. I let's, hope you let's enjoyed the jingle. it. Let's embrace the jingle. Let's embrace the hatred. Well, you hate the jingle. Hang on. You know what we should do? Hang on. Before we go, let's, hang on. just the jingle, but mixed with... Oh, God. Mixed with... Oh, God. I know it's going to be say, so cheesy now. No matter what life throws at you guys, trust us when we say... Love wins. Love always wins. Love wins. Say it, Steph. Love always wins. Fucking sanctimonious. We have something we wanted to share with you too. Love wins. Love always wins. (laughs) Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 